despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com and get my emails directly to your inbox every day free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. So good marketing brings in quality leads and makes selling much easier. So while marketing is not selling, it is the table setter for selling. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. If that sounds like the missing link in your process, and let me give you a hint, it is the missing link in your process, I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is, we are continuing our series, our ongoing series here. Everything that you thought about marketing is 
wrong. It is not true. It is wrong. Some of it is outright false. Some of it is only somewhat false. Actually, not only somewhat false. Some of it is misleading, which makes it false, because if you accept it in full, then you're going to have an inaccurate formula. And what I'm doing is pointing these things out. I'm 21 of them. I'm going to point out and I'm going to tell you why they're false and I'm going to tell you to fix. That's the most important part. But you need to know why they're false so that you can stop believing the false stuff. Before we do any of that, let me remind everybody that I send out a text every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point to start your day. I call it the daily motivation. Send one out every week called the Monday motivation. You can join my text community for free by texting me at my number 305-384-6894. We'll tell you your options as soon as you join. You don't get an immediate response as soon as you text that number. That's because we are still dealing with some issues with the system, but those issues will be fixed. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the place where I do all my coaching. It's the only place I do any coaching. If you would like to have me as your coach, if you would like to have me as a resource, you can go to when you have challenges, needs, you want to share with me what you're working on or tell me what you think your challenge might be, but you're not even sure if you have even diagnosed the problem correctly and get direct help from me to tell you what's really going on and how we can fix it and why. Go to work on your game. University.com link is down below in the description. With that out the way, let's pick up where we left off here. So picking up where we left off, we are on the 21 things that you have been taught to believe about marketing that are actually not true. We're picking up on point number seven. Number seven, people hate hearing and seeing advertisements. This is false. Now, some of you at some times and in certain places, you may hear or see an advertisement and you do actually hate hearing and seeing it. You might think, well, this somebody show, maybe this show has too many ads on it, or I don't like having to look at ads every time I turn on a YouTube video, or I don't like there being ads on open my favorite magazine magazine like Vogue or GQ has more ads and has articles in it. If you actually look through it, you will notice that it literally does have more advertisements and has articles. But this is one that is 100% false and it has no flip side, even though there may be times that you don't like seeing ads. And let me explain to you why it's still 100% false, even though I just said that there are times that you don't like seeing ads. Many times I'm watching YouTube and I don't want to have to wait for the ad to end so I can finish watching the video that I'm watching. But it's still 100% false that people hate hearing and seeing ads. Let me tell you why. People these days have become fully accustomed to seeing advertisements. We expect there to be ads. Anytime you're looking at something online or consuming something online, we expect ads to be there. I will go as far as to say people know that there's going to be an ad. They just don't know what the ad is going to be. If I was to open YouTube right now, if you were to open YouTube right now, we both fully expect that an ad will play before we get to watch the video that we clicked on. And usually YouTube fulfills that expectation. This is the normal experience of using the Internet in the world that we live in today. And all of us have accepted this and we know we've grown again. We're used to it. We're accustomed to it. Ads have always existed offline. Think about watching TV. There's commercials, right? There's commercial breaks on TV. Those are ads. The newspaper has ads in it all the time. Oh, go grab a newspaper off the newsstand and you will see their ads all through that newspaper. Open up a magazine like GQ or Vogue. Those magazines, again, have more ads than they have actual content. And there's a reason for that. And there's a reason why those magazines are still printing where many magazines have gone all digital because they're making the money from the ads. OK, we are used to ads. We expect ads. And most of the ads we see, our brains just unconsciously filter them out. Like We don't even realize that an ad just happened because our brain just completely ignores and deletes it. Now, while many of you may get some complaints here and there about your ads, I'm talking on the sales side, when you're the person making the ads or you're the person who is offering the ads. It might not even be an ad for your stuff. Let's say you're advertising somebody else's stuff. Like here on this show, I advertise AG1 and Aqua True Filters. And then I advertise some of my books and work on your game university. 
Now, you may get some complaints from people who say, well, you got a lot of ads in whatever your video or your magazine or your newsletter or your podcast episode. That does not mean you should stop running the ads. That would be a very, very bad idea. And I'm going to tell you why that would be a bad idea. The people who complain about your ads, you know what they're telling you? They're telling you that the ad is not for them. Anybody complains about an ad that you run on your material is telling you indirectly that whatever it is you are advertising is clearly not for them. They are not the customer for that thing. And that's completely fine. That's excellent feedback for you because now you know that that person is not your customer, especially if it's an ad for your product. All right. So if somebody's complaining about an ad that you're advertising somebody else's product, that's a different story. But if your ads are all your stuff and people complain about that, well, that's probably not your customer. Right, they're probably not your And even the ads that are related to your stuff, they're probably not your customer. They're complaining about it because people, if they like your material that you're putting out, usually ads we find on free stuff, right? Usually people don't put ads on paid stuff. Ads are usually on the free stuff. We put ads on the free stuff that is related to what we think or things that are what we think our ideal person, the consumer, would be interested in. It doesn't mean you're going to buy it, but we put ads that we believe you'd be interested in for whatever reason. So a person who complains about that is probably not your customer. And of course, they're not the customer for the thing that you're advertising, which is completely fine. They're just letting you know that they're not your ideal person. That's all they're letting you know. That's excellent feedback for you. And you can do with that information whatever you need to do. See, the people who don't complain about your ads, they might be the ones who are clicking on those ads and actually buying the stuff that you're advertising. They may not announce it like the person who doesn't like the ads announces that they don't like the ads. But the people who are actually responding to the ads and doing stuff, they may not announce it. They just do stuff. I just go in and click on the ad and they buy the stuff. So never allow yourself to be influenced and persuaded by a person who is complaining about the ads on your podcast, YouTube video or anything you create. Take it in as feedback that the person complaining is not the person you're targeting and not the person you should be targeting with that ad. Again, it could be good news. It could be bad news. It depends. But you should just take that as feedback and understand that ads help sell things. And as an entrepreneur, you all know the mandate. Your mandate as an entrepreneur is to generate revenue. So if someone is complaining about you doing something that is going to generate revenue for your business, all they're letting you know is that they're not your ideal person. That is not something you need to react negatively to. Is it something that you can take in as feedback? Uh, take a look at that person or those people and say, okay, what do these people have in common? What are some things I'm noticing about this person that might help me avoid attracting more people like them into my audience so that I'm not putting my ads in front of people who are just not customers, not the right people. That's what, how you should look at anyone complaining about your ads. But there's nothing wrong with running ads. People complain about the ads. So what? They really don't want you to have ads. Guess what they can do? They can pull out their wallet and they can buy something. They can get into the stuff that's paid where there probably aren't any ads. And if they're not doing that, sometimes may have to take their feedback with a grain of salt. If you're a long time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need. All you had to do is read the label is right there on their website, which I'll give you in a second. That includes everything you need and more every single day. 
And since AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why I've been a partner for so long, if you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later. Point number eight. Today's topic, once again, is everything that you believed about marketing is wrong. And again, we are on a series here. So we're on part three of the series. Number eight, marketing is about selling. This is not true. Marketing and selling are two different activities. All right. So I want you all to understand the difference between two. Marketing leads to selling. Marketing is the activities that encompass you building a relationship and nurturing that relationship with your audience. You can build and nurture a relationship with people who don't even know you, and they can join into a relationship with you because of your marketing and selling you actually showing them, hey, here's what I have. Here's what it does. Here's how it can help you. And here's what you have to do to get it. That's selling. That's me saying, oh, here's this car. Here's what it does. It goes zero to 60 in five seconds. And this is how it will solve your problem because right now you're taking a bus and now you'll have a car to drive and it costs $50,000 and you can put $10,000 down to be $200 a month for the next four years. That's the process of selling. That's selling. So marketing leads to selling. What marketing does is, again, create and cultivate and nurture relationships, whether with a new person or someone who already knows you because you must maintain relationships with people who know you already. And it sets the stage for selling. Selling is when you exchange your products and services for that person's money. Marketing is an ongoing process because I would expect that you as an entrepreneur want to have an ongoing process of money coming in, right? If you want money coming in consistently, then you must nurture relationships consistently. All right. So any amount of money you want coming in consistently, you need to be doing a commensurate amount of marketing consistently. So marketing is an ongoing process which means you need to have an ongoing process of nurturing relationships. What can you do to continually nurture the relationships that you have? It's a lot of different things that you can do. Putting out free content is one thing that you can do. Finding different ways of putting out free content. We have audio, we have visual, we have written material. Those are three different methods of putting out content. And you can use a lot of different ways to do that. Audio, you got live stream audio like Clubhouse and Twitter spaces or X spaces audio, you have a recorded audio like this that you're listening to right now. You have video. You got every app has video now. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. What's the other one I'm missing? Twitter has video. Threads has video. So you can put video on any one of these applications, then written material. You can even do a written post these days on YouTube. I don't know if everybody knew that. You can put a written post up on YouTube. X has it. Facebook has it. Instagram, I mean, you kind of can do a written post, but it's not really a written post. Threads has written posts. Facebook already said they have written posts. So there's a lot of different ways you can do this. And you can do this offline as well. Those of you who are members and work on your game university, you know that I send out two physical mailings every month that are written material, the black book and the bulletproof bulletin. If you're watching this on video right now, you can see the bulletproof bulletin is right behind my head. I'm moving to the side so you can see it. That is the December issue. The theme of that issue is why we are here. And then the black book right here behind my left shoulder, that is the October 2023 issue. I send both of those out every month. I print those and those are written material. And those are ways of me staying in touch with my audience through written material. So again, you're only limited by your imagination. But this is all part of the ongoing process of nurturing the relationship and making sure that people remember that you exist. 
stop and start thing when it comes to marketing is also not a one time thing. It's an all the time thing. Good marketing brings in quality leads who are already interested in participating in a sales conversation, which should make your sales conversations go more smoothly and easily and hopefully successfully, which means you are actually making sales. In other words, if your sales process has been challenging, for lack of a better term, just your sales process not going as smoothly as you want it to go. What you need to look at is not changing up your sales presentation or firing your salespeople. What you need to look at is your marketing process and ask yourself, am I bringing in the right type of people into sales conversations so that the sales conversations can go much more smoothly? See, no wizard of a salesperson can fix the fact that you're doing bad marketing. Bad marketing was bringing in bad leads. No salesperson can undo that. It's like trying to shine up dog poop. Now, you take some dog poop and you try to shine it up and make it look good. No matter how good of a shiner you are, it's hard to shine up dog poop. Now, if I gave you a brand new pair of leather shoes that cost $1,000 at the local department store, you can shine those up and make them look excellent, right? You only have to be that good of a shine person to make those shoes look good because the shoes already came looking good. Everybody understand where I'm coming from? So this is why your marketing and selling work together, but they are not the same thing. Your marketing needs to be better dialed in so that you are attracting more of the right type of people, which makes it easier for you to convert them into customers, clients, and overall just sales. So good marketing brings in quality leads and makes selling much easier. So while marketing is not selling, it is the table setter for selling. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number nine. Today's topic, once again, we are on a seven-part series, and we're on part three of seven. Everything you believe about marketing is wrong. Number nine. Influencers guarantee success. And this could be any kind of connection that you have to or with an influencer. This could be you being the influencer does not guarantee that you are going to be successful as an entrepreneur. And the success, again, means you are bringing in dollars. Just because you're an influencer does not mean you're going to make money. Connecting with an influencer, meaning you have an influencer who's your friend or an influencer posts about you in their story or they put a link up about your product or service, whatever it is that you're selling or they follow you and now everybody can see that they're following you. Just being connected to an influencer or even being one yourself is not a guarantee of entrepreneurial success. And again, in entrepreneurship, the success is dollars collected. We have touched on this a bit already in this series, and this is another false idea that is completely not true. Now, in some cases, it can be true, but it's not true for the reasons that most people think it is. See, the reason that most people think being an influencer creates entrepreneurial success are completely false. And let's get into that. Most people think that you will make more sales by either, again, being one or engaging with an influencer simply because an influencer has, by definition, a bunch of eyeballs on their stuff and or 
they will bring more eyeballs to your stuff. So if I got Kim Kardashian to post a link about the mirror of motivation, that guarantees that I'm going to make a bunch of money selling copies of the mirror of motivation. Can we expect that a few people might click on the link and actually buy the book because Kim Kardashian posted about it? I would say yes. Now we have to not juxtapose, but weigh that against what did I have to invest in order to get Kim Kardashian to post that link? Well, I recoup my investment. You see, just because you got an influencer doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make money on a deal. You may lose money on a deal. Just because they have eyeballs does not mean it's going to help your stuff sell. As I've already told you, many of the eyeballs that you get on your stuff through an influencer or through influencing are people who are either not really that interested in you or what you're selling, not willing to buy you or what you're selling, or not able to buy you or what you're selling. This is why your marketing matters so much, because your marketing should filter out the people who are not interested, not willing, and not able. And your marketing should only send through, the only people who should get through the filter of your marketing are the people who are interested, willing, and able to buy. And depending on what you are selling, that filter may be very, very detailed, and you may not have so many leads, but you don't need so many, depending on what you're selling and how much you're selling it for. These are all things you need to understand as foundational marketing concepts. These are foundational marketing understandings that you need to have if you're going to be in an entrepreneurial game. So eyeballs do not necessarily equal sales because, again, just because somebody looked at something doesn't mean they want to buy it. It doesn't mean they can buy it. It doesn't mean they even are interested in buying it. So eyeballs can get you attention and they can serve your ego. So if I woke up tomorrow and I had 10 times the followers on every single social media app, that would make me feel good. It would give me a very strong rush of dopamine to know that I have 10 times more followers in the morning than I had when I went to bed the night before. But does any of that make me any money? Not necessarily. So I say all that to say the right influencer who has the right audience of the right people and you have the right marketing message, that combination can help you make money. You can make money on that if you have the right influencer, the right offer, and everything is dialed in the way that it's supposed to be. But there's a, it's like a combination lock there. And it's not just, let me just throw an influencer and let them throw my product out there and all of a sudden the money's going to come in. And there are many people who have falsely believed this and have lost their shirts, as they, they used to say back in the day trying to do business just through influencing. Just because people saw your stuff means nothing when it comes to collecting dollars. Whether, again, that influencer is an outside person or you, the same thing has happened. You got to ask the right questions. You got to know what information you need in order to discern who that influencer could be. Like, in other words, which influencer would be best if I'm going to find an influencer to help me sell the mirror of motivation? Which influencer would best help me sell that? Probably not Kim Kardashian because, uh, to be honest, and not a diss to Kim, she happens to hear this. I don't think she's much of a book reader. And I don't think she has an audience of book readers. And I don't think even the people in her audience who do read books, I don't think they go look at her post because they're looking for a recommendation of a book to read. I don't think that's happening. So it'd probably be a bad idea by me. It'd be great for Kim because she get, makes some easy money and don't have to do much. It would be a bad idea for me because I don't think she has the audience that is looking to read a book on how to be the best version of yourself so you can do what you need to do and have what you want to have in life. I don't think those are the people that she has attracted. Everybody understand? So that's on me because I'm the business owner. All right. She's just collecting dollars. Right? It ain't her business to tell me, hey, Dre, I don't think it's a good idea for you to pay me $50,000 to do a post about your book. All she got to do is collect the bread. All right. It's my job to ask myself, is this a good investment? And if I don't ask myself that question, then it is, it is my responsibility, whatever happens from there. So you got to ask the right questions. So it's not just looking at follower numbers of the person. Just because somebody has a certain number of followers does not mean any of those followers will buy any of your shit. Okay. 
And not even the engagement numbers. That's another thing you hear people say, well, we're not looking at followers, we're looking at engagement. Even if somebody has a lot of engagement, it doesn't necessarily mean they want to engage with your stuff. <laughs> Just because they're engaging with that person on their stuff does not mean they will engage with you on your stuff. So all of these things have to be considered. And this is where many people start and also where they stop. How many followers you got, what kind of engagement they got. And this is how people end up making mistakes because they are asking the wrong questions. All that out the way, let's recap today's class, which is we're on part three of seven. Everything you believe about marketing is wrong. Number seven, people hate hearing and seeing ads. This is not true. The right people love seeing ads because the ads are telling them about products that they actually want, like, and will possibly buy. I remember Tim Ferriss, who has a very popular podcast. He once tried, he did as an experiment. He said, I'm going to stop running ads on my podcast and I'm going to let people become like sponsors of the show. So basically like what Patreon is now, that's what Tim Ferriss was doing. I believe before Patreon was even a thing. And he took his ads down off his podcast for a while. And he had like a paid group of people who like the people who paid to support his show. And he would do like a separate type of meeting, gathering, get together for just for those people who paid. And that would be the special thing they got in exchange for the money. In other words, exactly what Patreon does these days. Tim was doing this years ago, probably 2016-ish, around this time he was doing this. And he killed the experiment after about maybe a month or two. And he, all, he announced from the beginning that this was an experiment, which meaning he would kill it if it wasn't working. And the reason that he killed it, you know why he killed it? Because a bunch of Tim's listeners, even the people who paid the money to support him, they said, Tim, I actually like when you have ads on your show because I listen to your ads and I actually go and buy and try the products that you mentioned on your show. So I actually want you to have ads on the show because those ads give me good recommendations for things that I should go buy and try because I trust you and your work. So understand, folks, that when you have the right audience and you know who your audience is, your ads are actually serving them. It is not annoying them. Number eight, marketing is about selling. No, it is not. Marketing leads to selling. Marketing sets the table for sales because your marketing is going to filter out the wrong people and it's going to bring in the people who are interested in what you are selling. They have a desire to have what you're selling and they have the ability to buy what you're selling. And that is not everybody. Just because somebody sees your stuff does not mean they are any of those three things. Your marketing should be finding people who are all of those three things. And number nine, influencers guarantee success. This is absolutely false. As I already told you, there are a bunch of influencers out there who are not making any money. They have less money than they have followers. Influencers do not guarantee success. All they guarantee, possibly, not they don't guarantee this, possibly they get you eyeballs, but do not be fooled by vanity metrics. Uh, you heard me talk about this many times. Do not be fooled by vanity metrics. As an entrepreneur, the only metric that truly matters is dollars collected. Vanity metrics like followers and likes and subscribers and comments and engagement, all of that bullshit is designed to dazzle you, to shock and awe you, and to get you to give more of your most valuable resource, which is not your money, but your time to the social media applications. That's what vanity metrics are for. They are not metrics for your business. The bottom line of your business has nothing to do with likes, comments, and followers. You can't pay bills with that. You cannot buy diapers for your children with that. You cannot eat dinner with likes, comments, and followers. Do not be full of vanity metrics. You need to be looking at hard metrics, like i.e. dollars in the bank, okay? Never be fooled by influencer stats. On and out the way, tomorrow we get into part four of this series. Make sure you're texting me so you're in my text community and work on your game university.com. You're ready to get serious about your business and start implementing the stuff you're hearing me talking about here on this series and here in other episodes of the show. Go to work on your game university.com. Schedule time to get on a call with us. We'll take it from there. Work on your game. Dre all day.
while you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com. If you're a long time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need. All you have to do is read the label. It's right there on their website, which I'll give you in a second. That includes everything you need and more every single day. And since AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why I've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later.